<laughs> Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome once again. For the moment, we're going to call this Spinistry Live. Uh, <laughs> that may get changed around depending on the direction this goes. At the moment, I'm going to I'm going to keep it in the Spinistry Live uh, theoretical catalog, assuming there will be some discussion of bicycles or gravel roads or something like that somewhere in the mix. It's inevitable. I am your race host, Kevin Lee, and joining me tonight, we have a very special guest, Mr. Brad Green. Bradley, could you please say hello to everyone? What's going on, everybody out there? And uh, Brad, just just for posterity's sake, speaking of bikes. Yep, there's some cyclists riding by right now. Yeah. We're hanging out outdoors. The sun has set. It's starting to get dark. We're getting to a chilly 91 <laughs> degrees on August, what is today, the 8th? I think it's the 8th, yeah. Thursday. Thursday in August on our first 100 degree week of 2019. It's actually fairly comfortable at uh, Chateau de Green. We had time to work into it this year. It didn't yeah. just oh, yeah. straight around on us. Yeah. We had a long lead up. We had the advantage of having what I would consider one of the truest springs we've had in probably the past 10 years i mean this was a true spring we oh. had rain we had cool moderate weather and uh, and rain and rain yeah and then rain yeah but hey uh probably the greenest spring i've ever seen which turned into an actual green summer mm -hmm. which has led to a lush beginning to august which was kind of weird to see everything so green in august still I was in Jacksboro this weekend and everything was still just popping and I was just floored. Because normally when you drive out to the country and it's hot like this, everything's brown and Scorched crusty and, and brown you know, and ugly and yeah. I have made several trips through the panhandle this summer, which it's still green up there as of last week. It's a faded green finally, sure. but uh, that's better than just just that puke ugly brown. So, uh, if you could, Brad, mm -hmm. uh, give a synopsis of what you understand that we plan to talk about this evening. Well, you know, you and I have discussed Sharknado on multiple occasions just out of, I don't know, amusement. And I've always thought, or just foolishly maybe thought, that it was originally meant to be somewhat serious and they kind of flipped it once they realized what they had and you have contended that it indeed was filmed as a shtick as as satire satire and now that i think about it more i'm not relenting on my argument because i want to watch because i haven't watched it since we've had this discussion but after i had time to ponder it i realized how many other movies fell in its wake that followed the same ridiculousness like the the giant alligator movies and the five-headed shark and the six-headed shark and then i mean i can't even name all of the spawn uh, not to mention that sharknado had how many sequels uh at least five at least that i know of five sequels so six six sharknados that are yeah. out there and i've only i've only seen two to be honest i actually one and a half i think well admittedly i've seen all of them have you i mean not that i could I, I couldn't tell you anything particular that happened in any one of them because they're all a regurgitation of the same thing. And it's just on a different level or at a different angle. Or, But it's 
the same ridiculousness and it's preposterously funny every time. And I don't know why. It's like a like watching a gummy bear train wreck or something. <laughs> it's so soft and easy, but you still can't, you know. No, I could I I can buy into that and mm. I can I can buy into uh seeing the 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 rest of the sequels as well at this point it uh, it just wasn't anything I pursued before but queuing up for tonight uh, I did my search on Amazon Prime to make sure Sharknado was still available at no extra cost because I didn't want to go out and buy a Blu-ray or anything <laughs> like that Blu-rays we were uh, just talking about this were we yeah oh that's right like I haven't purchased a Blu-ray in at least three years. And I can't think of, other than riding in my wife's Yukon that has a Blu-ray player in it, and me being lazy and hungover from being, from coming back home from out of town and putting a Blu-ray of, like, Jurassic Park or something in there and watching that, I haven't put a Blu-ray in a DVD player in a household in at least three years. I don't even know if my Blu-ray player is hooked up to my television. It's it's been more recent than that for me, but uh, yeah, they they get used uh, tremendously less in our in, in our household than they used to. That said, I'm one of those. I'm a sucker for the special features and directors' commentaries and stuff like that. Totally so, agree. So, I do agree. I miss that because when you stream something via Netflix, whatnot. You don't have access to the director's cut. You don't have access to the the commentary or the deleted scenes or any of that. So I, I totally get that feel. Yeah, I used to, uh, you know, it was basically how I used to fall asleep every night. I'm one of those, I have to fall asleep with some noise in the Same. background. Same. And uh, so director's commentary was always hmm. pretty good for that. That's some pretty high-level nerdery there. Uh, it's, it, well, it's just the womp, 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 oh, womp. Does I get it. it. So, so now it's like, uh, I, now it's YouTube podcasts. Mm. I, I, try, I try to find the, the, uh, the driest guest that Joe Rogan can have that he's got <laughs> like an hour and a half podcast on. Did you on. listen to Bertie Sanders? I haven't listened to that one yet. I saw, I, I saw it on there. It's entertaining. I, I mean, figured it might be. I've never really listened to Bernie Sanders talk, but I was, I was hard-pressed to, to go crazy on him. And it was, it was a very civil interview. Of course, I think Joe Rogan admittedly leans that way and everything, but it was, it was interesting. Uh, I love me some Rogan podcasts, though. It's I've uh, it's it's a recent acquisition of mine, uh, a byproduct of some of our other discussions sitting mm-hmm. in your garage. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I, th- I think I'd stumbled across them from time to time on my YouTube scannings, but yeah. just never spent a whole lot of time on it. He hits uh, a gamut of of types of interviews too, and I don't do all of them. Like he I, does the fighting ones. I like, don't have any interest in the UFC MMA yeah, stuff. None I don't whatsoever. either. And then. He does comedians, which I enjoy a those, lot of the comedians. Those are interviews. those are either hit or miss, though. Well, what I've come to find after listening to a lot of his podcasts with comedians is the way they revel in the craft. And I never really thought about comedy being an art form, like like he relates it to like cooking and stuff, where you, sure. you start, you find a recipe that is like your joke, 
and then you work on it, you mold it, you, you take out what doesn't work, you put in something that does work, and then you end up with a, a final show product, you know? And I never really thought about it that way, and I didn't think about the way they have to come up through the ranks and kind of earn their stripes, so to speak, as far as comedians uh, yeah, go. Yeah, there's no I so mean, to speak about it. Well, I mean, they yeah. put in their time. They yeah. burn up the road, they do all that stuff, and then they're, I mean, most of the guys that you hear about now have just been beating up the road for 15, 20 years, and they're just now coming on everybody's radar. But just because you haven't heard of them in the last 15, 20 years doesn't mean that they haven't been out there just trying everything they can to make everything work. So, uh, Go off on one quick tangent, and then we'll start the movie. So if anybody wants to you know, have no idea how deep we'll get into uh, Sharknado or not? There's 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 a really high likelihood that we'll go off the rails and lose track of the movie completely. But we'll see how it goes. I would be surprised if we didn't. <laughs> I would be shocked if we didn't. <laughs> and we're we're only now just starting to drink beers. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I do have to drive home, so it's not, there. There are three Scott decadents in there too. Ooh, snap! I remember. <laughs> My first experience with Scott Decadence um, after your first so event. For, uh, for, for those that are uh, thinking about queuing up their edition of Sharknado and listening to our, our commentary uh, in conjunction with the timing of the movie, uh, when you first start the movie on, on Amazon Prime, and I assume it probably has the same introduction uh, on other medium as well, um, it starts with a quick introduction that shows sharks being sucked up by uh, a water spout, and Sci-Fi presents Sharknado, and then uh, the Sharknado fades away, and then it quickly fades to black for like a second. Right now, we've paused it at that fade to black just after the Sharknado title card disappears. And uh, we'll do a countdown here momentarily. Not that an exact timing is really going to matter. Um, but we'll start right from that fade to black spot. So if you need to queue it up to the fade to black spot. Go ahead and pause. Pause us. Now. And queue it up. Don't worry. We'll wait. We'll wait on you. And get a, just for authenticity why don't you grab a scott decadence <laughs> and crack it open or a pinstripe red yeah you don't have a decadent already do you i do i i put one back and then i reached in and blindly grabbed another one and it was a decadence <laughs> too so i was like i'm not getting away from it apparently <laughs> there might you well, go might as well it, it's meant to be it's yeah. meant to be and uh joined by lucky hey lucky my dogs go nuts when I try to do podcasts. They don't understand why do I'm they? talking to myself. <laughs> but I think lucky things we're just talking to each other. You should talk to yourself more often and they wouldn't think it was so weird. Yeah. Shame on you. Understood. All right. Are we, are we ready to cue the movie here, Bradley? I am. I can't even remember how this movie opens, so I'm interested. I haven't watched the original one in... When did this movie come out? 2013, I believe. Oh, has it been that recent? It's only 2019. They put out six sequels, they five did, sequels one, since One then? each year. Holy shit. I guess I didn't realize it was that recent. Not that 2013 is that recent, but we can start it whenever right. you want, brother. All right. 
Everyone following at home, three, two, one, cue from black. And there's 20, 20 miles, miles off, off the coast, coast of, of Mexico. 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 All right, we got a little outrigger. Everything looks pretty it, normal. I, well, I think you're right. This is a serious movie. I'm way off base thinking it was satire. No, I, it's not, let's not go crazy yet. I, I don't... I just thought it interesting when we were talking about it, how we completely were on the opposite ends there. And I could be wrong as well. Uh, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I've Was made that a Casey Affleck. I didn't look that closely. I'll keep oh. an eye out. I don't remember him being part of this movie. I'd actually be shocked if he were, but it's possible. Yeah, I've made a point to not watch this, the movie either. So I don't okay. think yeah, I don't think I've seen it since the original screening. Yeah, which I absolutely adored. I thought it, I thought it was stupid and over the top, but that's what it was meant to be. See, and I took it as something that was trying to be serious, fell flat on its face, got up and brushed it off, and went, "I'm okay, I'm okay," <laughs> you know. My. But uh... so speaking of podcasts, do you listen to? Do you listen to a lot of podcasts? Not a lot, no. Um, I, I want to get into more of them though. I recently um, started listening to Dak Shepard, Armchair Expert. I'm not familiar with that at all. Are you familiar with Dak Shepard though? Uh-uh. Married to Kristen Bell. She's oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I've, I've I've heard a couple of his that uh, a, a mutual friend of ours. Oh, that Pump, girl? Pumps the hell out of, yeah. yeah. He's really good. Like, even when you listen to people that you don't know anything about yeah. or don't really care about, it's, it's always an interesting conversation with him. No, uh, I, I expect to listen to more of his stuff, too. Yeah. See, this still seems serious at this point, to me. Well, it's... it's, it's, it's I, know it's, I know it's early. They're, they're, they're not, not to, showing their cards yet. Let's try to identify where it goes kitschy or satirical and try to identify if we think it's I, I, intentional I, or I think that's com- that, I think that's completely fair quite frankly I think the casting of Ian Ziering tells it all right there but that's just me but didn't he have something to do with it though I always felt like this was maybe I'm, mm-hmm. I mean I'm speaking completely out of my ass at this point but I thought maybe he had something to do with it and that's why he was N- in it not to my understanding and I did see some interview with him where I mean the only reason he took on the role to begin with was he was about to lose his uh, SAG union membership for being out of work too long so Uh he just had to have a job just to keep his health benefits Oh no! or his wife made him because like they had kids and so forth well see I felt like though that now I never never stated that I thought that this was going to be like a box office. They intended this to be a box office hit. No, you just meant it was I'm, meant to be a serious science fiction movie. Yeah, like a like a B movie, like but like a, you know, still, it's all B-roll actors until you get into like, I think season three and season four, I think they have like some borderline A-line, a, A-list guess. Okay, just that right there. You're right. You're right. The first shark kill. Yeah. To me, it's... But is it, is it... 
they're not really making fun of themselves yet. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, the beauty of the beauty of satire is to make fun without being so obvious about it. That's when it's good satire, and yeah. I think I think they're trying to start there, but I think they and we'll find out here shortly. Yeah. I mean, I don't care what their intention was. They stepped in shit and made a great movie. I mean, not great by classic standards, but it's it's a classic. It will be a classic. Oh, 40 there's, years. There, there's no will be. This is already a classic. But I mean, 40 years from now, <laughs> Sharknado will be on TV and you'll be like, holy shit, I haven't seen this in 15 years, you know? That is a pretty gnarly. I don't remember the opening scene being that gnarly. It's pretty good. Terror Reed. Reed. Yeah. And I so, don't know who that see, Cassie Skirbo. Jason Simmons I don't think with we're gonna, two A's. I don't think. Oh, and John, John Hurd's Hurd. in it. Ken Ziering. I don't. Corrine. Yeah. Oh, makeup. I, I don't think we're going to recognize any names after, after. I was actually, I forgot John Hurd was in it. I don't even know who John Hurd is. You'll recognize him when you see him. Okay. Or um, if I don't point him out. Yeah. I think he's literally, I think he was literally on death's doorstep as this was being made. Oh, really? Oh, so he's he's no longer with us? Yes, that's correct. Huh. What did he pass from? Uh, the big C, I do believe. Damn it, boy. If you want to break out your phone and do some Googling, you're more than welcome to. It won't hurt my feelings. I'll take your word for it. I'm phones down right now. Okay. I'm here for company so, and a fantastic movie. So we're doing the opening credits, and it's like just really just trying to be generic Baywatch. California <laughs> Baywatch beach scene. Are we supposed to believe that was in Zering on that surfboard just now in that cutscene? Again, I think that's part of the satire right okay. there. I think it's I think it's supposed to be overt uh, stunt double swap, hmm. but I could be wrong. Speaking of stunt doubles, are you fired up about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Tarantino's movie? Uh, fired up. I, I don't know that fired up is the right word. I'm looking forward to experiencing it. Are you not a Tarantino I fan? I am a huge Tarantino Me fan. Me too. But that said, I don't... Um, I don't want to talk about the premise of the movie because I'm going into it completely blind. I'm, I, so, that, don't, so don't peel anything back no, for me. No, I won't because I've, okay. I've made a point to stay completely yes. blind. I've made a point to stay away from, uh, from any reviews same, or anything like same, that. Same, same, same. I, I will say I did get sucked into reading too many comments on a Facebook post about okay. it the other day. Oh, well, I, I don't but, want anything. But the the source the source of the original Facebook post is an old man that I don't give much credence to to begin with, and then other people, nobody gave any spoilers or anything. It was oh I remember I know that guy. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but of course not. We didn't th- recognize it in the opening credits. I think I think he died as well. I could be wrong. In the movie? No, for real. No. I think he's passed. away. I was going to say because I think most of these people die in this movie. That was a nice little ass grab, though. <laughs> I mean, he's still got game, apparently. And that well, shirt. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was a couple of body doubles, though, too. <laughs> you think he had a hand, uh, a, a stunt hand person? 
And I think she had a stunt ass person mm. in that shot because they just did it again, mm. and they were being very overt about it. Yeah. Body well, double. Show- well, they were showing her um, scars on her thighs. Yes, I know. Yeah. But they were also showing her ass at the yeah. same time. And we're not we're not going to be doing any rewinding here. No. That, that, that'll screw up everybody's sync. Because I know so many people so in the world. this is pretty ominous good footage right here. I mean, those are... But... They, the same people that shot this did not shoot that. Then... Oh. Those look like dolphins, though. Those are dolphins. Yeah, I don't think we're seeing sharks yet because the tornado hasn't come because it's oh. a sharknado. Yeah. And realistically... Totally, totally feasible. <laughs> 100%, right? I, I, I'm thinking the Sharknado aspect kind of tells you from the get-go that there's no in, intent of, uh, of this being a serious thing. Well, I don't know. I could be, I could be mistaken. What about, was it um, Vanilla Sky where it, the Tom Cruise that movie? That was Tom Cruise, Penelope Cruise. When it, when it, um, Cameron Diaz. it rained frogs? Was it frogs? No, that's that was Magnolia. Magnolia, that's right. That was Magnolia. Um, Another well, great movie. Well, too. that's a well-documented natural phenomena that's actually happened. Where is it? Tadpole eggs or fish eggs get pulled up by evaporation and they hatch and they they rain. It's happened in England a couple of times. It was documented. Okay, but not full-grown not, bullfrogs. No, no. And definitely not sharks. I wasn't insinuating it was sharks. <laughs> and by the way, we, we have to touch on the point that Enzering has hair plugs, right? Those are totally hair plugs. I guess. I don't... Oh, no. I didn't remember that. I don't remember that either. It's just like, get out of the water. What the fuck I is can't. she doing? <laughs> She's hey, we, we got to watch the f bombs. <laughs> oh, sorry. What I mean, they're in the middle of the ocean, and he says, "Get out of the water." What? I think that's probably her main intention, but you know, she's got to swim to shore. This is this is kind. Of, whoa! There's yeah, a bunch of sharks. It's like a swarm. So I guess there is no shark. I guess the Sharknado was just out in the open ocean with the fishing trawler. Yeah. It's building steam right now. It really is. She, she's doing the Jaws flail. Yeah. So. And she's swimming toward a bed of seaweed, which is never a good plan either. Oh, bloody water. Yep. So fake. Oh, hammerheads. There's a hammerhead in there, too. Sharks! Oh, now he says sharks. <laughs> Get out of the water, sharks. <laughs> it was kind of a delay. And everyone's reaction. just kind of standing there. Get off the beach. Nobody's listening to him. Why would he tell him to get off See, the okay. beach? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. We're, You're right. We're past, we're past the point of there being any. It's total cheese ball. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm not knocking it, though. No? But, okay, now. Agreed. Agreed. I relent. The, um... That was total overacting, too. I think your your perception via memory is not uncommon, though. I remember... So, when I saw this originally, Mm -hmm. and I just adored it. 
absolutely adored it. I thought it was, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was a very unique approach at comedy. Oh, for sure. Um, so I came into work the next day, just raving about it. Oh, this was fantastic. And my boss, bless her heart, evidently watched it or started to watch it as well. And she was just uh, horrified at how bad the movie was and couldn't understand what I appreciated about it. And she literally mocked me for years afterwards. Oh, because you thought it was a good movie? Because I, I, how much I love it. Yeah. And But she's turned around in the past couple years where now I guess she watched it again and maybe after visiting Colorado or something, I'm hmm. not sure. And uh, she's a fan now. It definitely has some some merits. Like I said, it's not it's not Gone with the Wind or anything. I mean, it's not a classic. I've watched you know? this more than I've watched Gone with the Wind. Well... <laughs> I think that's just a generational thing in general. No, I watched but, Gone. I watched Gone with the Wind once. Yeah, and I appreciated it, and I don't ever need to watch it again. I agree. Like Out of Africa, I watched Out of Africa one time. I think now. I tried to watch it once. I don't and think it I didn't need to see that again. Yeah, that didn't happen. No, I, I, I tried to watch Out of Africa. Uh, His leg you? was clearly in the sand. Like, he had it turned at the knee and buried in the sand, and they just did a little makeup on the end of his knee. Okay, you're right. And see, now she has... She's got the least amount of clothing on, and she offers up her clothes. She has to strip off whatever clothing she has for a tourniquet. How convenient. My kind of movie. He must have wanted a snack. So good, but you're you're absolutely right. I was completely wrong. I don't know why I thought that. It's all right. It's all right. It's not the first time, and it won't be the last. Oh, that I was wrong, and I was completely right. <laughs> <laughs> you said we have to mind the f bombs. Okay. I was gonna say fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's no. I'm so not. who's this guy? That's not the. Jason Heard guy. That that was that was the other uh, that was the other lifeguard guy out on the beach. I know, but but what's his real name? Oh, I don't know. That's not the Jason. No, Hurd. John Heard. John no, Hurd. John okay. John John Hurd's an older guy. You'll recognize him when you see him. You sure that's not him? That's definitely not John Hurd. Little nibble. He has an accent too. So speaking of Colorado, mm-hmm. my kitchen pass is signed. Excellent. Yeah, I'm. I'm You're in. coming. Good. Yeah. Good. I, I was. I wasn't going there with it, but that's good to hear. Well, I don't I, have. I, I made I it by Adam's place. I'm pretty impressed. I love it. That's, I love it. That's it's like a two-bedroom apartment, basically. Uh, on ten, ten acres of mountainside. Yes. <laughs> and, well, and I mean that in a loving way. Oh, no, I know. I wouldn't want a cabin any bigger than that because that, I don't want to be inside except for when I'm sleeping or eating or recreational activities. Exactly. No, that's... Otherwise, I'm going to be outside. That was... Uh, riding, hiking, fishing, was, whatever. good stuff. Um, How far is the drive, by the way? Uh, did I you think, break it up or did you go straight? Uh, I broke it up going there. I came back straight. 
Uh, oh, that's right. You went with Rich, right? Or that time you all no, didn't that, go to his no, town. That was a di- no, that was no. a different trip. So I've been to Colorado four times, three to- at least three times so far this year. I'm so jealous. Um, have, have I told you my plans for next year? Uh, to move to Colorado? For the summer. Oh, really? For the summer. Oh. Spinistry will be out of Colorado full time. Uh, is this out? Is that already out there? Or we've we've, we've let people know that's the plan. Oh, okay, so um, other people knew this. That's the first I've heard of it. So, yeah. So the plan is. So I mean, I've. Out. We'll come back to Texas. We'll do the Midnight Massacre. Uh-huh. That's a classic Which for the I'm summer. So sad I missed. I have uh, all kinds of excuses, but you know what? Hey. Uh, we'll do Hell of the North Texas out of Paris again. Um, but outside of that, after the first or second week of June, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, there's no reason to try to figure out how to put on a gravel grinder in 100-degree heat in Texas. No. Well, there's really, as far as fitness goes, it's really a survival thing. Just getting acclimated to the heat and and I'm trying not, to keep mileage yeah. up, and I've been doing horrible at keeping my mileage up. It's it, well, you know? it's, it's so hard in this this time of year um, when it's when you're not having fun riding your bike just because it's just so miserable. Well, and it's been even harder because all the trails have been underwater. That doesn't help. That's no, for sure. I mean, Grapevine's finally open, and it's in really good shape thanks to all those guys that take care of it. It's in pretty good shape but what's funny is for a trail that's been underwater for so long it needs some rain because it's so sandy and i heard after it rained this past weekend that it was in good shape i didn't get out there to try it my well i mean my guess is it's the flood it's the flooding itself that washed more oh, yeah. sand oh, in yeah. there oh yeah for so, sure um for yeah, certain it's a it's a that's some catch that catch 22 yeah um, horseshoe same way a horseshoe was in pretty good shape but horseshoe just doesn't have enough mileage for me and you do three laps out there and you're just kind of like eh. that third that third that third lap's a beating I'll yeah. be honest. and I'm, I'm a fan of the shoe but yeah two's my limit yeah generally speaking now I can I can do two and like do some of the paved trail and explore yeah. grapevine stuff and get yeah. some bonus mileage that way some Dana miles is that is that what those are that's what the kids are calling it nowadays okay. um, uh, makes sense but I like to I like to get at least twenty miles when I go ride a mountain bike, and it's you know three laps out there is about as much as you can do. I can't, I can't even do that third lap yeah. to be honest with you. But I mean, North Shore is a good good mix. Although I've been riding my Fargo out at North Shore, and that's a game changer in a like levelizer way. I mean, like makes it. The west side is the, the pool cue in the shark brain. That's, it seems totally feasible. I, have you ever seen a shark skull? Have I ever seen what? A shark skull. Oh, skull. 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 I skull. Heard, skull? I, I heard school. Oh it's no. Like, it's like school of sharks. Yeah, we'll have to listen. Um, no, are are they actual skull? I've just seen the jaws. I've only seen the jaws too. I was trying no, to they, picture they a, don't, a they skull don't ha- shark. They don't have cartilage? any bone. It's all cartilage. Only in their jaw. That's my understanding, yes, sir. Surely they have a rib cage and the vertebrae and all that, and they would have to have a skull. What what envelops their brain? I really don't know much about the anatomy I, of a shark. <laughs> I, I I think I think it's all cartilage, just mm. varying degrees of hardness. 
But I could be wrong. But I could be wrong. Other fishes have an entire bone structure, a skeleton. But some don't. Founders don't have bone structure, do they? Founders have bones, yeah. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Oh, where, oh. Does she, where does she get the shotgun? I don't know. It seems awfully convenient. Oh, the bar stool. I love serious movies like this. Yeah. I'm keeping this. <laughs> <laughs> he said, don't you ever make fun of my stool again. This is double entendre, yeah? <laughs> yeah, man. Taking the lady out. Ode to Jaws. Yeah. Shoot it, shoot it. He was way too close. He would have been filled with shrapnel. Well, it all went that way. Oh, it must have been from the winds. What do you think the budget on this movie was? Because, I mean, they're... They're fairly serious. I mean, that's a lot of effects. That's a lot of extras. I mean, is this um, all? I mean, the the budget for the extras is going to be almost nothing. Sure. Uh, but they definitely they do have. They definitely have some special effects budget in yeah. here. I, I mean, it's not it's not the best stuff ILM's ever put together. But I mean, <laughs> what we're probably looking at. So far, 80% of this movie has had some sort of effect shot in it. So, I mean, their talent budget was probably like $87 for the whole movie. (laughs) Some food snaps. (laughs) I think there's some whippets laying around here somewhere. Help yourself, you know. Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean... But I'm sure Enziering demanded a higher price on the second one. Oh yeah. Like, oh, there's no doubt. There's he's no like, d- bro. I carried. No, he made, I carried the first one. He, yeah, he got he got paid on the second yeah. one. I mean, did he get twenty million dollars? No. no, but yeah, uh, he probably even if he got a million or two million. I'm about to say he. he you know? My guess, my guess would be in that one to two million range yeah. for for number two. And you couldn't be mad at that. I mean, I'm sure. I don't know what Enziering and those guys were making back in the. It was nine zero two one zero, right? Yeah. I don't know what they were oh. making per episode back then. And I but know, they weren't making friends money. They weren't getting like they, a million an episode and shit like they, that. Not, really. no, no, not that high. But I think they they were getting paid pretty well the last couple seasons. They were getting paid well enough for a lot of them to get strung out on cocaine. <laughs> the um, I noticed a, a, a Luke a, Perry a is spot in, today. Luke Perry's in Once Upon a Time. In Hollywood, did you know that? No, that was I didn't. his final was film his final, performance. Final yeah. Speaking film. of, speaking of, you know, nine hundred two one zero. Well, that's what uh, I saw a promo today. Actually, uh, there's some s- sort of nine hundred two one zero. Oh yeah, there's a reboot. Reboot. It's a whole new cast, though. It's on. No, but it had all. Of the, it's on Hulu, and it has all of the old cast in it somehow or another. Oh. Or maybe this is a different thing. Maybe there's a nine hundred two one zero reboot. Well, I just I just saw nine hundred two one zero blah blah blah, and it had like the cast in in there, and it was like 
it was just like a thumbnail for it, you know? Yeah, like, I think coming it's soon or whatever. Yeah, I think mine said on Hulu now, I think. Okay. Um, but it was it was Ian Ziering, Jason Priestley, Shannon Doherty, oh, wow. whoever else. But don't it, say whoever else. Like you can't name all those people. You forgot Tara Reid. Was she? And she's in this movie. Was Tara Reid in 90210? Was she not? I don't think so. What was she in then? She she was in American Pie. No, she was in she was in 90210. No, that was um it was the the one. That, Who's the blonde chick that was in there? There were there were the t- there were the two. Tara Reid was so no, in that. No, it was um, it, Tori Spelling, Aaron yeah. Spelling's daughter. Yeah. And She's the, the blonde chick. That was right. one of them. There was another blonde chick that I think is who you're confusing with Tara Reid. Um, well, Tara Reid was popular before American Pie on all that shit. She was in something like that. Was there another? Here, what was you, the one that was? Here, oh, you, Melrose Place. Was it Melrose Place that she was in? I don't know. You hold the microphone and I'll break out the Googleizer. Oh, man. I like it more when we just ramble about and don't even know what the fuck what, what we're talking about <laughs> try to figure it out uh, uh no i'm curious now uh what was i could be just as just as wrong about this as i was about sharknado you should get a microphone stand by the way this thing's heavy it's all good it's all good uh, What's with this large contraption? Does it just isolate vibrations? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm very impressed with your podcast setup. Um, uh, you listen to Farnsworth at all? Bike, bikes or Death? Uh, j- so far, the only one I've listened to is the one that featured Jan Bennett, which was a very good one. Yeah. Did you listen? You should listen to the one with Alexandra. Alexandra? Yeah. I, I'm not sure how to say her name, even I'm though not, he said I'm it a couple sure. times. But. He interviewed her uh, in Austin at the Chumba headquarters. That was a pretty cool little interview. She seems like a super cool chick. Wicked strong. Rides in combat boots, flat pedals, single speed, tour divide. I mean, do you have to? I mean. And she just won the the, uh, Colorado Trail race, too. Those who know, that sums everything up in one sentence. Combat boots, flat pedals, single Big speed. Big Lebowski, that's where Tara Reid got her start. No bullshit. No, she was in a series before. No, no she was I promise wasn't. you. No, she wasn't. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm on IMDb, dude. All right, let's see. Awards, personal Oh, come on. Well. See, when I do IMDb on my I know. Phone, I'm an I'm, I am a IMDb junkie as well. But I swear she got her start in one of those. I'm going back. Hold on. What would you classify 90210 as? It was a mini series or a no, series? It was or definitely a series. But it wasn't a sitcom. It was like a drama series. No, it, was like, but it, it was like a nighttime soap opera. It, yeah, that's. It was like a teeny bopper almost. All right. Saved by the Bell. Holy. Saved by the Bell. Really? Days of Our Lives. California Dreams. <laughs> Urban Legend. Big, Big Lebowski. Lebowski. I don't remember her in Big Lebowski. She, uh, she was, she was the, she was the uh, bunny or whatever her name was, the one that had the oh, toe cut off. I didn't even realize that was her. Yeah. I just remember Julianne Moore. We'll have to do a Big Lebowski. One. Dude, I love. We'll have Big to do Lebowski. that one in Colorado. I'm, I'm in for that. I'm so in for that. <laughs> uh, Big Lebowski. So is that a bird? What is that, that is a bird. Y'all are hearing a bird, because I'm definitely hearing it. 
All right, now I got to go to Beverly Hills 90210 and find out who that was. I, I swear Tara Reed was in like uh, Melrose Place or. Well, evidently. Hmm. How about this? IMDb. I'm going to look up real quick while we're having so much drama on the television. It's raining now, just to keep you guys updated if you don't have an Amazon Prime account and you can't <laughs> access this fine quality movie. Jenny Garth. It's now raining. Jenny Garth was the other Oh, yeah. Is she related to the Garth? The Garth. Wayne's World, you know. Oh. Uh, all right, we got to do something about that bird. Um, I think they're illegal to shoot. You got, any, you got any firecrackers or anything? I do. Is that a bird or is that, that a bird? series, Shannon Doherty. That's who I'm confusing her with. Shannon Doherty. The one with the crooked eyes. She's the one that has one eye up here and one eye down here. Have you ever noticed that? <laughs> Have you ever noticed that, Kevin? No, I haven't. She literally, one eye is here and one eye is here. And so every headshot you see of her, she tilts her head. So her eyes are level. I'm not making this up. I'm okay. definitely not wrong about this one. Okay. Stand by. I'm going to show you a picture of her. So, so now I'm going to have to superimpose a picture on the people that have watched the YouTube version of this. Let me see. And that'll probably get our our, our copyright strike there. We'll have oh, a no, picture they, can, they can look it up on their own. <laughs> um, where are the images? Videos? Images. You know what? Forget IMDb. They're not the best for images yeah, like that. Yeah, I'm you just going to go to the Google. You just got to do Google images. Google images. Shannon Doherty. Yes, go phonetic with it. Images. Okay, let me see. Yeah. That bird is pissed at us. He doesn't like us. We're keeping it up at night. Okay, look, even in this picture where she looks like a, a moderately skinny Roseanne, you see how this eye is higher than that eye? Yeah. And she has her head at a tilt. Okay, she so looks rough. So now, now, we're, now we're going with the things that can't be unseen thread. Yeah. Look, look, look how askew her eyes are. I, I, be, I believe you. I didn't doubt you. I just said I had never noticed it before, yeah. and now I'll never unnotice it. I'll never well, be able to not see odds that. Odds are you won't see her many more times anyways but even the, even there where she has her head tilted you can still <laughs> She's tell got her head tilted she does have her head degrees. tilted and you can still tell <laughs> oh you're a cruel person bradley i just i see things but you know what um did you listen to the rogan podcast where whitney cummings she has a new netflix special she's actually very funny but she had a robot uh sex doll made i I saw I, I saw the I saw that in the YouTube flyovers, but it didn't that that one hasn't struck my fancy. It's worth listening to. But her new special, her new stand-up special, she actually brings the robot out. But she has a whole backstory, and like I don't want to ruin it for you. Okay. But it's it's a very interesting perspective. But anyways, I, I got to that point because they talk about the fact that you're able to recognize a human being as being real, like your brain, your perception of it is the asymmetry, the small things about your, your face that aren't exactly perfect, you know? Because nobody's, nobody's perfectly symmetrical, nobody has, you know, the 
perfect shading on both sides and stuff like that. So, that was speaking to Shannon Doherty's so, so she's, tilted eyes. So she's completely She's natural. definitely not a robot. <laughs> not a robot. Robots don't age like that. We, we don't know that. If, if it was Blade Runner like type droid, you know, she would still look exactly the same. So I'm. Oh, the first shark has been deposited into the high dollar district now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're actually. That's a ball and baller Land Cruiser right there, by the way. Oh, those are the best. Mid eighties FJ eighty. Yeah. That's a beast of a vehicle. When I lived in California, one of my buddies had one of those, and it had like ninety thousand miles on it. We used to take it and dog it through the rock quarry there in uh, Monterey. We get back out on the highway, and that thing just buzzed. Just. I said, dude, how much, what do you have to do to this thing? Change the oil every 5,000 miles. I was like, dude, car didn't rattle, didn't do anything. I think, I think it's getting serious now. The, yeah, yeah. Now they've, they've gone away from satire and now we're in true drama mode. Yeah, they are. It's escape mode. It's uh, like end of the world, end of times kind of. He's a classical actor, right? <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, where did he cut his teeth? Was he on Broadway? We'll, we'll have to IMDb that <laughs> at some point or Wikipedia <laughs> or something. Now, you actually you started to go off but, on the robot tangent there. and I've uh, been accused of being a robot before? Well, every once in a while, but... <laughs> Going back to other discussions we've had in the past, mm-hmm. um, I I think this the past week or so I've I've kind of I've fallen into. Have you heard the theory about uh, artificial intelligence has already taken over the world? It's just laying low right now, not no. show, not showing its cards. Hmm. I think I think I'm on board with that theory right now. Hmm. I think uh, based on what. Make an argument. I'm not even sure I understand what you're saying exactly. But but hold up. L- let me let me ask you that by asking you this. Okay. I've heard the premise before that aliens are already amongst us. Understood. Um, so is it similar to that thought process? Okay. Are you are you familiar with the concept that simulation theory that artificial intelligence is going to uh, be the end of mankind? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. Because as soon as the, and in fact, Whitney Cummings touches on that, as soon as robots begin to make culling decisions for inefficiencies, they are going to figure out that humans are inefficient, in a nutshell. And I think... I think She's the, a lot more eloquent in the no, way she and, puts it. And my, my logic is that actually AI is already smart enough to have figured that out. But it and, just does not have the power yet. And that's what it knows. Right. So the intelligence aspect of it is already established. Mm. Now it just has to put in the mechanical ability to so, not need us. So let's go one step further. Have you seen, uh, what's the guy's name for Tesla? I can't remember his name all the time. Elon stuff. Musk. Elon Musk. Have you seen his new contraption? No, no, not that I'm aware of. What is it called? It's an implant that goes behind your ear and it has like a thousand microfibers that tie into your brain. They make a hole in your skull and they tie it into your brain pickups. Um, Noculus, um, I can't think of the name right now, it's escaping me. 
But basically what they're trying to do is give you Bluetooth capability. So basically, in a nutshell, not at the introduction, but in the long term, they want you to be able to, okay, I don't know how to do karate, I'd like to learn karate. You can just access the internet and download, and now you know how to do karate. Does that, does that even compute? Do you, you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. I get what, what, so what, what's, the, what's the deal with these trucks? Uh, that truck was pulling a car hauler earlier when it drove by, and the car hauler is gone, and it just made the block again. I don't know. Bill Utter lives literally right there. Oh, Not okay. this house, but okay. on Country Club Road. Because another car hauler just went by just before that one. So. This way? Or yeah. This way? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Just kind of, just kind of weird. Yeah. Or is that, not, is that normal no, traffic for no, your not at all. Here? Not at all. Okay. We normally don't get any traffic down my street after I sundown. I understand. I understand. So. Okay. Maybe he's just scoping out what we're up to. What is? Let me see. Let me look it up. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna try to. What are be we on my phone up? all the time. Oh, Elon Musk. Oh, the, um, the, 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 the implant. Um, new implant. So, probably looking this up so wrong. it's basically just like just constant Neuralink. Neuralink. That's what it's called. So it's just, just constant. It's like plugging you into the Matrix then. Essentially, now, you, now you know Taekwondo. Now you know Jiu-Jitsu. Well, he made a statement in his last... Um, he kind of hinted towards this. He... Um, and I'm going to paraphrase and mess this all up, but Let's... Rogan basically asked him about, do you think androids are... Like, what's the word? Where it's half human, half robot? Cyborg. Cyborgs. Or are feasible in the near future, and Elon Musk equated your cell phone to that. Basically, you're already a cyborg because everybody already has their phone with yep. them. Memorization is obsolete because we can dial it up at any time. What we are trying to do, as speaking as Elon Musk, is make that a more seamless interaction. Meaning they want you to not have to have a physical handheld unit. They want you to be able to access information seamlessly. Understood. Which is a a novel concept and it's thrilling, but it's also a little spooky, especially given the conversation you started right before that. But that's my that's exa that's exactly my point though. Yeah. I think the the brain power uh, of the artificial intelligence network is already there. Um, I mean, does it, does it mean that my Alexa is conspiring with your Google Assistant and, you know, my daughter's Siri? No, no, I think that's a learned behavior. It's like, not. It's not at that level yet, but I do think that there's enough of a collective intelligence for elect. I mean, that is, you know, it's artificial. I think there's enough of a collective intelligence spread out over all of this uh, that it the the awareness is. I think the awareness is there. 
I think I may still be in data collection. You know, there's a tremendous amount of data being collected right now. That's what's crazy is there's so much data being collected that I don't even understand. But that's the thing. So it's it's all algorithms upon algorithms. Sure. And the algorithms themselves are now. And all the AI. And that's the AI. Teaching and And teaching and and learning how to process. It's teaching itself to adjust the algorithm. Yeah. So it's it's no more coders going in there and, hey, let's adjust the algorithm this way. It's it's the algorithm optimizing itself. Well, how does that work when, like, so I'm going to make a lot of Rogan references. I apologize in advance. But, like, Rogan was talking about Facebook can key in on what you search for. So if you search for whatever your political agenda is, it, then it starts inundating your feed with like stuff. Right. But, but he said that Facebook is actually designed to um, provoke you, like uh, upset you. Like it wants to show you stuff that upsets you. And that's what gets you more that's what engaged. Get, that's what gets more reaction, more engagement, yes. more shares. Right. Um, and so they base their their algorithms off of that. But what's the input for that? How do they know what frustrates you? I mean, I don't ever see anything on my Facebook feed that frustrates me other than... Well, I mean, so, I mean, it can be as subtle as when you scroll your screen and you pause where this picture is it picks up on for, that for a quarter of a second longer than you usually pause for anything else mm. it recognizes that that engages you that much more that's a pretty incredible nuance to pick up on and log again and but put it's, into it's the filter so right. it's but it's it's not it's based on is that a school bus is that a school bus i believe floating. it was is that a shark with missiles on it Oh, baby shark. Baby shark. They're deployed. <laughs> he just deployed them. But that so now we're you know now we're getting into what the artificial intelligence the artificial intelligence does that we can't perceive ourselves. So is it that one image that you dwelled on for that quarter second that defines the algorithm? No, it's the collection of images over the past now 12 years 15 years or whatever it is but facebook also listens too we can agree on that right i would not dismiss i would not dismiss that how many times have you been in front of your phone and you're talking about man i've been wanting to buy a blah 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 fill in the blank right and then tomorrow you log on to facebook and you have an ad for said piece of equipment or luxury or man, whatever. Man, I wish I could remember what it was. This one drove me batty yesterday. And it scares the bejesus. I can't of remember what the specifics were, so I'm going to lose all my credibility even saying this right now. And it's hope, okay. You don't have much, so you're not taking a lot. Good point. So <laughs> I say that jokingly. There was something, something somewhat out of the ordinary in my kitchen yesterday. I can't remember what it was. I don't know if it's a food item, if it's a drink item, or if it was just something. But it, it, it wasn't, it was me by myself. It wasn't anything I spoke about, right? Okay. And you paused and you looked at it for an extra 10 seconds? It was It was utilized in my household. It was okay. utilized in my kitchen somehow or another. And I want to, man, I'm, I wish I could remember what it was. 
What was that for? <laughs> what, what, what was what was that uh, wagging hand gesture for? <laughs> oh, you know. But hopefully, I can't remember what it, what it was. Anyway, It'd be a lot better story if you could. I know it would be a lot better story. It wasn't 15 minutes later. I'm scrolling through my YouTube videos again, and you know how you start a, a Rogan podcast and it, and, it, and it does the paid advertisement on the front and after five seconds you can skip ad. Oh, see, I don't ever watch, uh, I don't ever do Rogan on YouTube. Okay. Well, but I mean, YouTube. I do it, I do it audio only. I'm, I'm just saying YouTube generically. Yeah, yeah. When you watch a YouTube video, there's a commercial at the front yeah, of it. Yeah, there's. Five seconds in, you can skip it, right? YouTube skip ad. and their freaking ads. Well, I, mean, that's, I mean, that's how they make money. I get it, but. So. The point of the story is this thing that's out of the ordinary, that's never been in my household before, that I've never spoken about. That's a cicada. That was the ad that was on YouTube, and that's the first time I ever saw that ad on YouTube as well. I didn't talk about it. I didn't... I, I, How... I, it's, okay. Good question. Is there a camera that could have been focused at you? Possibly. It could... Hey, I could have swung my phone around and it picked it up. Um, maybe one of my computers that did have that camera on that isn't supposed to be on unless you explicitly say it's on. Um, Which I don't believe that. But but at the same rate, I have I'm not vain or think I'm like anywhere a blip on anybody's radar where I don't think anybody's spying on me. So I'm not really worried about it. But no. at the same rate, I'm thinking, why would they want to look at me? Why do they care? But, okay, but see, that's the thing. And from, from this perspective, from the data collection, from the algorithm perspective, it's not, you can't think of it as a voyeur or a peeping tom. That's not what it is. It's just... It's just collecting all the information about your environment yeah, to, to somewhere camera. down the road to sell you other stuff. That's crazy. That's what it's. That's what it's. That's what it's all about. That's totally believable to me because I, I don't want to get into a bunch of craziness, but I really think that consumerism is ridiculous. Well, it's beyond ridiculous. And it's it's what rules a lot. It's what rules everything. Yeah. <laughs> the whole world is built on it. Well, it's so but it's frustrating. No, it's no different than it's been forever along those lines. That guy should, speaking of consumerism, they should have bought a better rope. True. Because that rope gave up the ghost way too easy. So, yeah, I mean, where, where, where Facebook to me really showed its cards on the data collection and what it was doing and this I mean this goes back it was so fake did you see that yeah. the rivers move and the currents going crazy and the splash stays in the same, same spot. spot that was beautiful I'm sorry no all good I had to acknowledge how incredible because we are was. watching Sharknado that's what the whole point of yeah. this discussion is about that was pretty incredible the um, the data collection data collection so it 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 it, be, it became blatant what Facebook was about when the ten year checkup deal. The ten year checkup. I don't know. Where they wanted everybody to post their picture ten uh, years later. 
Oh, no. Well, that, yeah, there's all sorts of theories about that one, too. I think she's back already. I think she is. Maybe she'll join us. Uh, we don't <laughs> want her talking. But, you know, I mean, you know your, your wife's driving up, and that's kind of where I was going. So where Facebook became really blatant with what it was doing was when my wife and I noticed that her Facebook ads were showing her stuff based on what I was looking for on the internet or talking about or researching. Good thing you weren't searching and for anything nefarious. Well, how do you think she figured out it was me? Uh, but then my Facebook was showing, you know, it's, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, but see, I've not had that experience because my wife, not on Facebook. Okay. She has a Facebook account, but she uses it very infrequently and doesn't, like, even to the point where she's like, hey, I saw your picture on Facebook the other day. And I'm like, um, you could have liked it. <laughs> you know, you're my wife. You, you can't even like a picture I post on Facebook. And she's like, well, uh, 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 and I berated her a little bit. but And then she liked about like three pictures of mine over the next <laughs> couple of weeks. And then that was it. It was over. Uh, that's that's all she wrote. was done. That's all she wrote. I was like, and she still says, well, I saw your picture. And I'm like, she's a butthole. <laughs> she's a sweet butthole, though. All right. And for, for anyone that doesn't get the joke, Paula was right here as Brad was sharing those details and she was making a point to be quiet and not interrupt the audio. The, um, but she would own up to all that. It, well, that, that wasn't like trumped me, up just for her, her for, benefit. Not for me to say. Oh. But, you know, I mean, it would be things like, um, uh, you know, my wife would be uh, looking for VRB ho VRBO homes in where we were thinking about vacationing. So she, she would be doing VRBO searches and 15 minutes later I'm getting VRBO ads for that town on my Facebook, even though I haven't done any research on it or anything like that. So, so how are you linked via Facebook? How does Facebook make that association? Very dumb question, but... Because she's listed as my spouse. I was going to make sure, that's what I was asking. Yeah. That's what I was going with that. Kevin Lee married to... Well, some people don't have that in their Facebook profile. That's why I, I But that's what I'm saying. Yes, yeah. that on my end, that's blatant. On my yeah. end, that's overt, which makes Facebook sure. feeding on that. And But, again, now we're going back eight, ten years ago. Did that happen? Yes. Did that particular occurrence happen? Yeah. Oh. It was that noticeable then. How much do you think Facebook has refined stuff since then? I'm just the blown away that VRBO was was around eight to ten years ago. I know you were just giving it an example. It's just a speed bump in the conversation. I'm just messing with you. I think VRBO was around then because it may have been eight. Eight. I'm pretty dang confident. I know we were using VRBO eight years ago. Um, thank you. I got you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I got you. You're holding hey, the mic. I mean, um, it's the least I can do. I'd rather do this than hold the mic. I bet you would. But um, all of that said, this is this is not a slam of Facebook. This is not a slam of current technology. Um, it's not a slam of social media. It, 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 it is what it is. 
I have to tell you, speaking of not slamming something, I have to tell you about my recent experience with Snapchat. Okay. So, I didn't know anything about Snapchat. My kids are both on Snapchat. So, I put Snapchat on my phone probably a year ago plus, and perfectly honest, I think I'm too dumb to figure it out at that uh, point. I, 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 I will fall in line with that I, statement. I didn't really get how it worked, how it was supposed to be used, any of that. Okay. So, fast forward to maybe a month and a half, two months ago, I figured it out just because my kids are always on it. And I'm like, I'm going to mess with them and start messaging them through Snapchat. Okay. Turns out, it's a great way to communicate with my kids because they respond to it immediately. They see it immediately. So it just turned into another form of communication with them. So last week, I was sitting down to lunch by myself out running, checking on job sites and stuff. And I sat down to lunch by myself. I'm waiting for my food. And I send Gage a Snapchat. He's at Six Flags. And I was like, hey, I love you, bro. Because that's what we always say. And uh, I can see, so on Snapchat, you can see when somebody reads your message and when they're, they're typing, it'll like give you a notification that they're typing. And uh, then my phone rings and it's Gage. And so I answer it and he goes, Hey, bro, how's it going? I go, it's going great. What's going on? He goes, nothing. I was just calling to check on you. And I was like, for what? Granted, he's at Six Flags with his friends. Right. And he goes, I was just calling to check on you. And I go, I'm fine. What's up? And he goes, well, nothing. You just, you said, I love you, bro. And he goes, I know we always say that, but it just seemed like something was off. Just out of place. Yeah. And he was like, I was just calling to check on you. And I was like, dude. Thanks, but I'm fine. I'm just sitting here waiting for my lunch, and I was checking in on you because I knew you were at Six Flags. And and then while I had him on the phone, I'm like, make sure you stay hydrated. And, you know, I gave him my whole spill. But he was like, okay, cool. And then later, it didn't really hit me until later, I started thinking about it. I was like, you know, if I didn't have Snapchat, if I would just send him a text, he wouldn't have seen it. It would have been two hours later when he saw it, and then he would have just like, yeah, I love you too, you know. But then when I started telling Paula, the story, that's when it really hit me, and I started getting kind of almost sappy about it, you know? I was like, what a sweetheart. You know, what a just a good kid. <laughs> that's what it's all about right there. I think this movie's going to get better. Better-er. Better-er. I about to say, that, I mean, I don't know. It's be tough for it to get better, man. It's, it's pretty supreme as it is. Whoa! That was some pretty, pretty sharp, uh, sharp photography there, cinematography. I think I've lost track of the movie, to be honest. I have too. I mean, it's not even <laughs> storming anymore. Where the hell's the tornado? Where'd, where'd the sunshine come yeah. from? Well, it is California. It can't rain all the time. Uh, understood, but whoa! But that was CGI. I mean, just that vehicle was full over. Get out of the water! <laughs> <laughs> Stop your vehicle now. Drive faster. Uh, no worries, mate. It's funny because the front end looks like a, a H2, and then the back end doesn't look anything like that. Even inside, even the interior shot. 
So I want to know how big the script was for this movie. How much of this was pre-planned? Because there's a lot of scenes and there's a lot of um, stage work, if you will. I mean, they've had multiple in-car shots. He just hit a nitrous in that truck? Is that what just happened? I believe something along those lines. I was running my mouth. I'm sorry. I Maybe it up. said supercharger. Oh, snap. Well, it so... It does look like an ap apocalypse wagon now. Yeah. Uh, the, uh... So I think there's a lot of, uh... I think there's a lot of scene descriptions and a lot of actual scenes by number uh -huh. in this. Uh, but the dialogue itself is pretty sparse if you really pay attention. You know, it's like... But I mean, like when he just said, it should be smooth sailing from here. It's, that's obviously punny, you know? Well, but but the, was the, that... Do you think that was scripted? or? Yes, I think... Yeah. So you think the, the dialogue is I, mostly scripted? I think the dialogue is almost all scripted, but okay. it's, it's meant to be very single-line... Very sure. cliche, very over the top. Yeah, yeah, and nothing you can really work with from a true acting perspective. Nothing against Sylvester Stallone, by the way. I'm not sure where you were going with that. Over the top. Oh, okay, okay, Wait for okay, it. Wait okay, for okay, it. okay, okay. Dude, how did they equip their truck with spears that quick? I missed that build. <laughs> well, the Aussie must have pulled that off, you know. You know it must be standard are. running equipment. Yeah. I mean, everything in Australia is trying to kill exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> he probably brought it to the States with him. Yeah. Had it shipped stateside, mate. Do you know how to fly? Yeah, bro, I got 18 hours. Somebody had to have known how to fly. That's why they went there to begin with, right? Oh, they're looking for her dad. Is that what I heard? I can't remember this movie. That's sad. Oh, uh, close, uh -oh. close the uh, the thin metal door. That'll yeah. that'll protect you from the tornado. Dude, that's got to be like at least sixteen. Gauge. Sixteen gauge at yeah. least. Easy. I ain't no shark getting through there. And all of a sudden, she's a tactical she shotgun. She loves her shotgun. Oh yeah. Look how hard. Look how wow, wide out she's holding that's, it. That's that's like. <laughs> that's a spread. I love the scene when somebody almost accidentally gets shot. Oh! Whoa, 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 whoa. We were just making out. I'm Matt. There's Matt. We found Matt. Matt. Didn't know we were looking for Matt, but we found him. Speaking of which, the coach at... Uh, are you familiar with the Kyle memes? You know, Kyle that drinks Monster and punches hole through sheetrock? Nope. No? Nope. It's kind of an ongoing meme thing. Okay. Well, the coach that Kieran tried out for tonight, his name was Kyle, and he had a handlebar mustache and a mullet. I loved him immediately. I was like, this guy knows his baseball. He had the Raleigh Fingers mustache, you know? It was awesome. <laughs> But his name was Kyle. That's where I was going with the whole monster and punching holes through sheetrock and stuff. I'm sorry. It was only entertaining for me, Do probably. You, so, throw some oh, shit. Throw some trivia your way. I'm not good at trivia, but maybe. Do, do you know where the popularity of the name Kyle stemmed from? Ooh. 
Can I have a hint? Uh, it accelerated in the mid-70s. Well, I'm assuming it was from somebody famous. I'm assuming I'm looking for someone famous in that era. Era? Era. But I don't recall anybody named Kyle. Yeah, this is good. this is going to really go down the trivia hole, but it I know it's true because my brother is named Kyle as a result of this as well and it just exploded from there. I, I mean, it's kind of like um, pro wrestling? Uh no, actually soccer. Kyle Rope Jr. Hmm. He was the first like popular Mainstream Kyle. Yep. Huh. Yep. And actually, uh, here in Dallas, whatever the professional soccer team here in Dallas was at the time, he was part. They had a professional soccer team back then. Back then. I yeah. got you. You got that covered. I appreciate. It. Huh. That's that, interesting. Th- that was the f- that was the first wave of soccer popularity in the United States, and that was in the meat of the Pele era as well. Pele. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because um, I found Gage's name. You know, my oldest son's name is Gage. And the first time I saw Pet Cemetery, the original one was the first time I'd ever heard the, the name Gage. Ah. And I was immediately, I go, that is such a cool name. If I ever have a kid, I'm naming him Gage. And that was before I met my wife. And we met. We tried to have kids for a while, and it didn't work out. And then finally we were pregnant, and we found out we were having a boy, and I was like, here's my time. And there was so much pressure on me. You know, it was this man against man, because I'm like, how do you present this argument without sounding crazy? Right. And But still sell it and everything. So it was very precarious. And I mentioned the name, and then she loved it too. And then, before he was ever born, she was like, wait, where did you get What's that the name? source? Yeah. And I, and I had to get into that conversation. And I was like, but, but I don't like his name because of who that character was right, right, and how right. fucking crazy all that was. I like the name Just because like, I like the name. It's a cool I name. I think it's a cool name. And then, you know, we named him Gage and then... I thought, well, he's cool. You know, it's it's a good name. And then, I, I think kindergarten, there's another kid named Gage. And I'm like, no, no. I had never heard another. And right, then now right. it's like, it, you know, there was like three Gages at a school. You know, and That's I'm like. That's funny. I thought I was, and same thing with Kieran. You know, Kieran's name came from, most people think Kieran Ichiban, the beer. But no, he was named after Kieran and I'm not saying it right because I'm not going to sound like a pompous asshole, but Kieran bike racing in Japan. Right. Fixed gear, indoor, yes. yep. velodrome, monster Japanese bike riders. And where the, the Japanese men stand in the, in the infield and they smoke cigarettes like choo-choo trains and bet on these guys like horses. But those guys are some of the strongest cyclists, and that's what I named Kieran after. And I thought, man, I've named him a cool name, and now there's freaking Kieran's everywhere. And I'm like, 
think you're giving your kid a interesting name and all of a sudden it's like Brad or Kevin. <laughs> yeah. What were parents thinking when they named us something so generic back then? Well, Did they just not care? Did they still come from the age where you had like seven and eight kids and so you just named them whatever you thought of at the time? I think there was a little bit of that involved. Um, it was also just more biblical. Uh, status quo. You don't you you don't rock the boat. Everybody's Mary, John, or Robert, or you know. And but a lot of the names back then, especially when we were growing up, I and mean, think of all your friends were named like Chris and Jason, and they're all names from the Bible. Um, that's part. I mean, that's part Peter, of. You know, it's. I think it's just what's. Trendy. Socially acceptable. I don't think trendy was even a thing then. It was just what. What's what's socially acceptable? What, well, you know, I've never worried about what's socially acceptable. Well, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, you hang out with me, and that's definitely not socially acceptable. That's one of the reasons we get along so well. <laughs> they just showed her shark scars again. Uh, the shark scars again. That's, that was. Shot. But, it, but it was another body double again. Yeah. That so. was shot number three. Oh, he's got super glue on his <laughs> abdomen too. Wood glue. The, Rubber uh, cement. That's what you make there, fake scars out of. I forgot. That's one of them. That's one of them. The, uh, I mean, we're really only one, maybe two generations, not even two generations in. Yeah, one and a half generations into... I was raised by wolves. Where everybody is not on exactly the same page of what everything looks like at the same time. Yeah, I mean. You're talking about like PC movement and all just, that fashion. Just, just everything's the same. I mean, and that, but that goes back. So we're talking about the Facebook advertising and YouTube advertising. And so now we're into this thing where it's like micro advertising where it's, a very specific message that's targeted just to you mm-hmm. because they know they need to persuade you. Whereas up until the late 80s, early 90s, yeah, even though cable, net- mass marketing. cable networks were coming on board, everybody was still watching ABC, NBC, and CBS. Well, yeah. I mean, and so, you know, Coca Cola. They get up and touch the TV. Coca Cola could put out their message on Friends and. Two thirds of the country saw it, you know, sure. sort of thing. It doesn't sure. work like that anymore. Well, we don't consume our entertainment the same way either. Because think about you—you you watch Netflix and Hulu and you know, Fubo and YouTube, and I mean, you barely see an ad. You know, even Correct. YouTube tries to send. And I don't understand that, and I don't really care that much. But I want to say I don't really understand the whole YouTube. They put an ad up there, but then you have the ability to skip it. Do they generate revenue both ways, or is it no matter what, even if you skip it, do they assume you're too lazy to skip it? Like, I don't understand all that. Like I said, I don't really care, but it just it makes me think about it sometimes. Sure. But we just don't get, we don't consume media the same way we used to back then, where it was spoon-fed to us, and now we self-serve, you know? We think we self-serve. Well, so but, that's. But you still can pull up this movie and watch it, and you don't have a single ad, no matter what it is, whether it's focused or not. 
but know? but I'm I'm paying Amazon $112 a year or whatever it is right. for that so, privilege. So they're getting they're getting their piece. They're getting the they're getting their not. revenue that way. Right. Well, you're but they still navigating the advertising. But they still fi- they find we, ways to put it. We are we exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's so going back to what you were asking about. Well, but YouTube lets me skip the ad. How are they get you know how do they get paid on that? You're we're back to. So what you what we're used to from a thirty second television commercial again? Let's just say Coca like Coca Cola used to do with the polar bear sliding down the hill or whatever. Sure. You are a captive audience for thirty seconds. Well, our attention span now for things we're not interested in is about a second and a half now. I find myself watching videos sometimes, and I and I open them up, and it says three minutes, and I'm like, fuck, sorry. <laughs> But I mean, like, and then I go, really? You can't even sit still for three minutes and watch something? But I'll get a minute into it, and I'm like, mm, no. next, yeah, you know, right? So, and, but I observe that about myself, and it frustrates me. But don't let it frustrate you because that's the reality of it, and that's also actually that's what we've been trained on. Though. That's what we've been trained. And now we're going back to my 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 AI. AI. Okay. Okay. So our minds are shifting positions that quickly now and we're absorbing the information we need in two seconds a lot of the time just think how much the ai is but anyway okay so yeah let's go back to that youtube ad so the way that works now is they're they're creating this false sense of control to you oh i skipped that ad i didn't see that ad well, you watched five seconds waiting to get to that skip ad button, which they knew you were going to push. Here's my workaround. I don't watch it. I just watch the timer, and I try to hit it as soon as I it understand. says skip ad. I'm not even paying it. I can't. I don't even have the absorption rate to even you tell you what that ad was even you, related to. No, you don't consciously remember it, but the brand awareness was put in subliminally. These sons of bitches are getting in my face so no matter what I try. So now you, now you know about taxforms.com or whatever it what you know it exists is this podcast brought to you by taxforms.com oh man you, you're on to me aren't you yeah you're a schlep i know i know <laughs> and yes please do join club's ministry thank you very much <laughs> shameless plug spinistry really is the hottest thing going on you know i would like to turn this mic on you and just let you talk about spinistry I don't, I don't do that. No, but we've talked about it on multiple occasions, how spinistry kind of was a dream and something that, that was kicked around for a long time, and then you just kind of took the ball and ran with it and made these kick-ass events and learned a tremendous amount along the way and have continued to put on kick-ass events. Throwing back to Decadence, which I made a reference to earlier, I reached in the cooler and grabbed a Decadence, and how long ago was the the first? That was Chain Ring Massacre, Red right? Red River Riot. Red River Riot. How long ago was the first one? Uh, the one that was the Rain Fest? January of 2010. So we're coming up on 10 years of spinistry. How freaking awesome is that? Well, and that first event, you set out for it to be one thing, and it turned into something else, right? It oh, was going to be, what was the format designed to be originally? Because I think a lot of people out there don't know this, Kevin. I know it, and I forget it still. <laughs> uh, originally... Because it started at Bar H. Yeah, ori- picture. Originally, it was intended to be 
essentially an epic 100-mile-plus mm-hmm. mountain bike race. Uh-huh. Uh, which, going back to what we were talking about, uh, you know, three laps of horseshoe is too much for me. I'm one of those that I like, in, I like endur- endurance riding. I liked endurance riding. I, endurance mountain bike riding was something I really enjoyed. But I didn't like doing eight or ten laps of the same trail over and over and over to get in my fifty or sixty Agreed. miles or whatever. Want an epic loop? Wanted, which we don't have in Texas because there are no public lands. Well, that's that's a that's for another podcast. No, I'm just saying that. Yeah. That I mean, people that might be listening in Colorado or Utah or Nevada or something or that's Arizona, true. they'll go. What do you mean? Just go out and ride for? Well, yeah. We don't, don't have that we, can't, we can't do that on trails. We can't do that on single track because none of our single tracks are anything more than, at most, what, a 20-mile loop is about as big as it gets. Although, there's big things coming to Denton. You're not going to believe this, but I we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later because yeah. I already don't believe it, but we'll, we'll save that for probably a totally different discussion. I have good faith. I have zero faith. And I've been faith. to meetings. So, but anyways, so I regress. The idea was to still do multiple laps at Bar H, which at the time was as about a primo of a mountain bike trail as we had in the area. The most untouched, kind of like true get out there, ride your bike, feel like you're in the middle of nowhere, no yep. air traffic, no highway noise, there wasn't litter everywhere. And Actual real went- terrain for yes. the area. Yes. Things like that. And so the idea was, so instead of doing, you know, I'm you could think, put together a 30-mile loop out there. You I was could. About, that, that was a hard stretch. That, that would have been a stretch, and that would have been a lot of devil's backbone over and over. Yeah. Um, so, and that, so that's what I was looking at. So instead, of, like the traditional endurance loop was, I want to say, 12 miles. Something. I think you're right. Uh, I think the cross country race that they used to put on was right at eight miles. Eight loop. for the eight for the cross country, but they had an endurance loop that was like twelve. Okay, I think. But anyway, yeah. I can't. I can't remember this. Anyway, so but instead of doing, I was wanting to get over a hundred miles. Mm-hmm. But but instead of doing, you know, however many loops that ten laps, whatever it would have taken. RCP. Like the 100 miles in the sewer? Uh, no. um, it was like, all right, we're going we're gonna to start out with, because there were some really cool dirt roads in the area, and I, I was riding gravel roads myself at that point just to get in long miles and not deal with cars. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we all were. Well, I say we all were, but there was a lot of people doing that at the time. It was, it was just starting well, to kick in a little actually, bit. you were the one that took me on my first gravel road ride, too. I remember that, too. Okay. Um, well, she, or one it? of the first. No, Brandish was the first, I think. Okay. And so uh, the idea, I think, I think we had like a a thirty or forty mile first loop on gravel roads, and the idea was go out, do the gravel roads, get everybody spread out, so we didn't have to all jump into the single track side by side by side at the same right. time. Right. Go ahead and send everyone out on twenty five or thirty miles of dirt roads. Level the playing field. Yep. Do do a lap at Bar H, go back out, do another 50 miles of dirt roads or something like that, and come do another lap. And I, I, I don't know. I can't remember the exact format, but it was 
segment of dirt, of single track, and single gravel, track and dirt yeah. roads to get over a hundred and something miles was yeah. the idea. Right. And and it rained. And it rained as soon as we started the event. As soon as we said go, the bottom just literally fell out. We sent everybody out on the dirt roads, mm -hmm. and we're just sweating it. It's like because the the soil composition out there was basically Oklahoma red clay for the most part. Well, you're right at the Oklahoma border almost. Right, it's I right mean, at the Red River. Yeah, and uh, the landowners. They were okay with us tearing up the trail and sending bikes out there. But the Dorma mentality wouldn't allow. There was a, well, there was a Dorma mentality there, but there was just a, so this is where I get selfish on most of the spinistry stuff I do. Mm -hmm. Most of the time I just look at it as like, what would I have fun doing or what would I be not having fun doing? Sure. And that's kind of how I make my calls on stuff. Gen I know I know not everybody thinks the same way I do, but I, I think I'm not the only one that thinks this way a lot of the time. So if, if it's cool for me, it's probably going to be cool for someone else. If it sucks for me, it's probably going to suck for someone else. But let's be fair. You put a lot of stuff in your courses that you know suck for people. Like every, but, every time I see a hill in the horizon, I know that we're going to go up it if I'm on a spinistry event. But the, the suck part of it is also the thrill of it i absolutely i, I kick that hill's ass absolutely I, absolutely but so I'm just for saying. that for me that's a different suck than a i'm slogging my bike through oh, yeah. 12 miles of mud agreed a hundred percent so yeah. my call on that one was just send them out for another lap leaders came in and it's like we're not hitting the trails that was folly and brandish yeah? yep yeah yep nose to tail and it's like we're not doing we're not doing any of the trails. You guys go out there and do more gravel, and they were cool with that. And that was that was one of the things yeah. about the first Red River ride. People were like, "Which bike do I take? Do I take a cross bike for the gravel roads? I remember that. I remember or do that. I take a mountain bike for the trail?" And that's what made it so intriguing too, because everybody thought they had the answer. Yep. And and not for nothing, but everybody geared according to one thing, and then everything shifted. But what it forced people to do is force people to, to think about a gravel rig, a gravel-specific rig. Because what they were all doing up to that point was they were trying to figure out something that would perform on the gravel and perform on the single track. Then they got relegated to gravel only, and they started looking at their bike and going, man, if I would have known I was going to do just this, I would have done this, 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 and this, you know? But people were still riding mountain bikes with skinnier tires back then. Nobody was riding... I don't think any was Folly on a cross bike. Yeah, Folly was on a cross bike. Brand, was Brandish on a cross Brandish bike. Brandish was on a cross bike. Shit, maybe I was on a cross bike. I might have been on my Willets. I honestly I can't remember don't what I was remember. On. I don't either. I, I honestly, wouldn't expect you to remember. Um, I, I. But you were nervous. You were really nervous because this was your first event. Oh, I was. Con I was convinced everybody Nobody was going to be. Everybody's going to be asking for their money back. Yeah, quite frankly. And everybody asked, "When is the next?" When's event? the next? I mean, they came in covered head to toe in mud and grime mm -hmm. and spit and snot and blood. Yeah. And they 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 finished up just with ear to ear grins on their faces. And at that point, we didn't. There was no intent. You know, you were talking. About, oh, you knew what you were going to do, and you went after it. And no. I had no idea what I was doing. That was meant to be a one-time deal. All I was trying to do 
was get enough money to pay my web developer that had put together our Spinistry website that our original concept for Spinistry was that it was going to be the social media platform for cyclists. Like, but, a, like a modern day dirt dogs? Ish? A, 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 it was it was an it was an extension of the dirt dogs mentality concept rolled out to a wider geographical base but without the autonomy of of the usernames it would be like facebook where you had to be yourself okay. so there was some accountability there you couldn't just be a troll but is anybody really themselves on facebook i am yeah i can't speak for others um, that said, that was right, and I mean, obviously anyone listening to this now is going, why the hell would you do that? Facebook was there. Well, this was right at that transition time, just where, yes, at 2010, we had made the call. It's like, okay. MySpace wasn't working anymore. I mean, MySpace <laughs> just wasn't going to cut it. I mean, if you wanted some cool music and your intro and... No, we, wanted- we had developed a social media platform for Spinistry. What's your MySpace account, by the way? Is this still Never active? had one. Never Me neither. Had one. Me neither. But this is funny. Um, and but I still had to pay my web developer because she worked her ass off to put together a cool social media platform for us. And uh, the reality was, Facebook hit its uh, its critical mass yeah. at that is at the same time. So when we had the concept for social media around cycling, the time was right for that. But the time was right for that concept because Facebook was coming up to speed at that point as well. Right. And Facebook accelerated. Well, I think Facebook accelerated beyond. This is the best part. This is the best part. Yes. I mean, I don't think that was. Diving into the shark's mouth. I think he ad-libbed that. That was ad-libbed. Totally, Totally. yeah. (laughs) He He went in there and got on the computer to create the CGI uh, and everything like that. I mean, this is ambitious. I mean, you have to admit. You know, even as outlandish as everything has been, now they're going to say, so we need a good closer. We need some way to wrap this up. <laughs> Monster shark's coming down from the sky. In steps in, pushes the girl out of the way. Dives into the shark's mouth with a chainsaw. With a chainsaw. And then cuts, him, cuts, cuts himself out. out of the dead shark from yeah. the inside out. This, I mean, this puts Jonah to hell. Dude, I mean, the only thing better is if they would have done, like, uh, what's the sequel to Silence of the Lambs? Where he's like... Hannibal? Yeah, and he's like cooking his brains and then feeding and eating them. Red Dragon. Was it Red Dragon? Well, Red Dragon was actually the original story. Okay. Did you ever see the '80s version of that? With, Negative. Oh, you need. That's a good one. Is it? Uh, what's his name? Tom Peterson. He did the CSI. Hmm. Like one of the first. CSI. So it was Manhunter. Okay, I remember Manhunter. That that was Red Dragon. Exact same story. Exact oh, same really? book. Um. And so Manhunter was the first one. I've got to pee so bad. Well, you go pee. Is that okay? We're going to pause the movie. No, we don't have to pause the movie. I'm just going to pee. Well, I can edit this. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. We're going to pause the movie, but I'm going to keep this rolling because I may not... Uh... No, actually, I can, I can pause this too. Are you sure? 
Yeah. This is where the whole podcast goes south. Just no, it doesn't. What are you doing? That's my phone. Oh, that's your phone. Give me a flashlight so I see what I'm doing here. You want me to pause it? Not yet. I need to see what I'm doing here first. And we'll we'll actually go back a little bit. All right, and and you know, hey, back so, from the potty break. Yeah, back from the potty break. Some uh, some behind the scenes action. We're going to try to splice this together and keep the timing somewhat right with the movie. But if it's off, she just coughed up uh, all the swallowed water and blood mixture. Okay, that's good to know for those keeping score at home. And she hates sharks. <laughs> she really hates sharks. And now I'm starting to think that maybe that guy at the bar was John Hurd, and I'm thinking of somebody of a different person. Maybe I'm, that was John Hurd. I'm not thinking you're wrong at this point, but I couldn't pick John Hurd out of a crowd. I'll have to do some Googling and think of figure out who I was thinking of before. So, um, so back to the origins of spinistry, because I want to talk about it. I know you don't want to, but since we kind of, I knew you already knew that, but we just kind of talked about the fact that you're coming up on 20 years. 10 years. 10 years, 10 years, sorry. <laughs> 10 years. I was getting ahead of myself. But 10 years, and then, you know, the first event was the Red River Riot. Is there going to be a special 10-year anniversary Red River Riot or something crazy on the well, horizon? That, I mean, that, te te technically the Red River Riot we had this year was our 10th Red River Riot. Oh, was it? Yes, it was. Oh. So, oh, I always get... So, yeah. I get you. you so, I'm that tracking. was the 10th, but it mm. wasn't the 10th anniversary. Mm. So, um... You get it? Finn? Finn. His, his Finn, name was Finn. Finn. Yeah. So, that's... They're good to the end. <laughs> <laughs> to the Finn. Finney. Let's go... Let's go ahead and pause that. Or rolling the ending credits now, and it's kind of loud, actually louder. It than did the get loud. I can just kill it. That's fine. Um, so, but while we're here, while, yeah. while we're talking about Sharknado, this is what I was talking about. So these are the the movies that I believe that Sharknado was spawned from, or that Sharknado actually spawned. What what year? You said, I said 2013. I said 13. Oh, yeah, you did your research. That's right. You said that you were looking at Sharknado and blah, blah, blah. But I, but I also... You already had that holstered? But, but I distinctly remembered 13. Oh. Well, because... So, we're, you know, go, uh, as part of how Spinistry came to be... that Was Sharknado? That <laughs> boss I told you about... Uh-huh. ...that didn't appreciate Sharknado, that was my last corporate gig... Which I knew was in 2013. It was, was that at the bank. It, yes, yeah. it was, um, and it was about. I, man, I want to say it was about this. I want to say it was August of 2013. That's when you said. No, that's when Sharknado came out. Okay. It was September when they told me that they didn't need my services anymore, and that was nice of them. And, uh, they set you free. They, they emancipated you. They, I'm wrong. Look at this. Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus. Yeah. 2010. Okay. That was before Sharknado. Agreed. I thought that all these crazy crossover. No, Sharknado's making fun of those type of movies. Oh. See, I I had it all twisted in my brain. I understand. My history was wrong. Well, there's many reasons for that. But 
You'd be nice. I am being nice. Um, now, you touched on the other one, which is also quite excellent, Lake Placid, the alligator movie yeah. with Betty White. That yeah. one's awesome. Lake Placid's a really good one. But then there was like Piranha. See, I don't, see, and but Piranha was back in the 80s, right? Or 90s? Maybe even the 70s. It might have been late 70s for Piranha. Yeah. But, so Lake Placid, okay, so Lake Placid was a theatrical release in the same vein that Sharknado was. So they were both openly satirical. Uh, Lake Placid, from a movie standpoint, is a be- is better. Yeah. Lake Placid's an on. Uh, Cabin in the Woods is kind of along, yeah. along the same lines as well. Give you that. Um, that's another one I need to watch. I, but Cabin I in am the Woods. S- Cabin in the Woods isn't a satire though. Is that the one with Johnny Depp? No, that's the. Where's Cabin in the Woods? That's the one. Uh, it's actually I want to say it's Chris Hemsworth. Um, it's so Cabin in the Woods like starts out making fun of all the like Friday the 13th slasher type movies it looks like it's going to be one no. of those no that's not it that's Scream you're thinking of no it's not look up Cabin in the Woods I'm looking it up I was typing it as we speak it's a spoofy movie no this is it's not Johnny Depp that's Chris Hemsworth isn't it yeah I think you're right god he's so hot I hey Chris, he got second billing behind Kristen Connolly. Oh, Anna Hutchinson. I've always had a, a thing for her. Who is she? Kind. I don't know who that is. She's the brown-headed girl. Maybe. But we're gonna watch the trailer. Okay. Can we watch the? Trailer? Yeah, please do. Okay. If you haven't seen this yet, I you, don't know that I have. You need you need to load up the Colorado material and watch this one. We are watching the trailer for Cabin in the Woods. If you've, ne- grid, if you've never seen Cabin in the Woods... I've never seen this. You need... Oh, my God. I don't even recognize the you, trailer. You need to stop this now. Seriously. Stop this now. You don't want... This is one of those movies you don't want to know any more about. Oh, oh you're telling me? Yes, I am telling you. Stop oh, okay. watching this trailer. Okay. If you have not seen this movie... Holy shit, we need to watch this movie now. Okay, I just added it to my watch list. <laughs> I'm in. But I thought it was like I thought it was like wrong turn. Have you seen Wrong Turn? Mm, I don't think so. I don't even recognize that name. Wrong turns it's not a satire, but it's such a it's like a um what was the deliverance. Okay. It's like that kind of movie. Um Oh, you need to see Cabin in the Woods. I'm overselling it at this point. But I was I was very happy to have I was very happy to have seen Cabin in the Woods without without any prior knowledge. Without any prior knowledge, without any spoilers of any kind. And I don't think you quite spoiled it for me. I don't. All unfortunately, I've I spoiled it with probably too high of an expectation now. Oh well. I'll take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> okay, here's the trailer for this. Okay, let's see. Wrong turn. 
because you know me, I am definitely a movie nut. But I'm, I'm kind of at the point now that I'm... I'm always so intrigued by your movie reviews, too, because you have a, a very... This isn't the wrong turn I'm thinking of. Cancel the camping trip. <laughs> wrong turn. Yeah, this is it. This is it. They're just some suburbites, and they wander off, and they end up, like, in Kentucky foothills. And they've got these inbred, like, uh, cannibals yeah. chasing them. You know what I mean? It's... There was, but I don't. This, so this doesn't look like the one that, that I remember, but that that touches on that touches on a spinistry point too. So, and it's part of why I can't I can't watch any of these movies anymore because who has spent more time <laughs> in the middle of nowhere? In the middle of nowhere, <laughs> off the grid, yeah. <laughs> in what should be the worst parts of the middle of nowhere. But you find that there's so many good people out that's, there. And that's my point. All right. Well, Brad. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Kevin. You as well. So uh, how, how, was your, how was your first podcast experience? For Pretty cool. Pretty cool. You know, uh, I don't know how many times I've told you, but I enjoy your visits to my garage and our chats. And it just strikes me as funny as we never run out of anything to talk about. And we could literally talk for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And we have just... been talking for hours and hours oh, and hours and hours. I know, but we've done this so many other times, and it wasn't committed to any kind of recording device. And it's just funny. I just think it's great. I love love chatting with you. I'm always intrigued at what's going on in your brain, whether it comes to movies or music or bicycling or races events i mean food food i mean we we didn't talk about food at all this time beer i mean we it we don't run out of topics to talk about and that's what intrigues me and it's funny because we can have a candid conversation with each other and disagree and call each other out and it's just fun it always always has intrigued me to converse with you I, it, the pleasure is mine, is what I'm saying. I enjoy it as well. Glad you uh, gave me your Thursday night. Drank some of my beer. And thanks for the beer. You're BT quite Dub. welcome. <laughs> and we're going to go ahead and sign off and tell everyone else good night. And have no idea still where I'm going to post this yet. We didn't talk a lot of bicycle stuff, so I don't know if Spinistry Live is an appropriate venue, but I don't know anywhere else to park it at this point. So. We'll play with that and uh, and see y'all on the flip side. Good night, everyone. You gotta say good night. Good night.